Welcome back to One Thing Led to Another, the only podcast where our only hope is to get Pat Peck to listen to this podcast regularly. <laughs> Do you know how satisfied I would be? Do you know how satisfied I would be if you listened to That would be this? amazing. Yeah. And I if he was scared. on it. So I, if Pat I would Peck be. Was on the podcast, yeah, it would be scary. That would he be, already knows everything I don't think, anyway. I don't think we could make another episode after that. That would have to be the last one. Like, you just can't top that. We would at least have to, like, change the name of the podcast and move it to a different website and then never post yep. about it again. Yeah, never. I mean, our our dream of that has been fulfilled. Exactly. So We peaked. There's yep. nowhere else to go. Nothing left to achieve. Life is empty. Yep. Um, if you're new to this, I'm George Croker. That is Evan Langford. And yep. on the show with us today is Ruth Birchall. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, you said it right, George. Thank you. Okay, I was very scared. So <laughs> I, I work with people's names a lot. Um, this morning I was shooting pictures for like this Breakfast with Santa thing, and I spelled so many people's last names wrong. So I'm, I'm kind of scared that once I send these in, they're going to get printed completely wrong. But we're, I'm praying, so it'll be okay. So when I, worked it'll, it'll in, when I worked in telemarketing, that was like the hardest part of our job because like, on your computer monitor for your dialer would come up like the person's name and yep. like where their address mm-hmm. and that was all you got and so like yep. you would you would have to start the phone call and try and pronounce their name correctly and just yep. hope to god that you're right because otherwise they're offended and they already hung up on you like it was very fun <laughs> Yeah, great times. Okay, Ruth, um, where are you from yes. originally? Where do you live now? Okay, I am originally from Broadhead, Wisconsin, which is an itty bitty town. Like, there's like three thousand people. Um, that's it's bigger than Leroy. I was gonna say. And that's I know it's it is a I big grew. small town. It is a big small town, but like McDonald's was front page news for weeks. So <laughs> when we finally got wow. McDonald's, like that's all that the independent register printed anyway okay um so that's where i grew up and then when i was 15 we moved to janesville wisconsin which is only like 30 minutes from from broadhead so that's where i've lived most of my life but like i would consider forest springs like another home too just because i've spent so much time up there and like most of my summers up there for like the past almost like six years now so yeah it's definitely fair we're all just like Hobo orphan children <laughs> who kind uh, of live at camp, yes. who <laughs> yep. have just like gone on our own ways, but like we all meet up there every once in a while and like have tea and talk yep. about camp stuff. Like that's the man. I wish. Yes. Ah uh, man, that's the life though. That's the life. Yeah. <laughs> that that's a life. It's ours. It's our life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Summer staff. <laughs> um. How did you, uh, what was, how did you learn about camp or how did you come here, there for the first time? Like, what was your... Oh, um, yeah, that's actually a good question. It's kind of like a cheesy one. So my mom really liked these homeschooling comics by Todd Wilson. <laughs> okay. I don't know. If you haven't seen them, you should see them because they're really funny. It's just very realistic, like, expectations of homeschooling and stuff. But anyway, she was like, I want to find out where he's speaking. And so, like, he was speaking at a marriage retreat up at Forest Springs, actually. And so she and my dad went there. They fought all the way up. And um, they found out about Winter Family Camp up there. And then we went 
I think it was that, that February that we went up there and I learned how to ski and snowboard and I was hooked and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to come back and we found out about youth camps and that's where I found out about Trailhead and one thing led to another. So that's how yeah. I found out about camp and dedicated oh like, God. I don't know now, how, how long, six, okay, 20... Out of 20 years, six of my years have been, like, devoted to camp, pretty much. She slipped so. the name wow. of the podcast into the podcast. We don't even wow. need to record exactly. anymore. Wow. Exactly. Wow. I'm that good. I'm just going to scrap all the questions. Yeah. We can just be done. You know what? Thanks, guys, cool. for listening. Yeah, We're going to head out. Great time. We don't need yep. to be here anymore. We already <laughs> shamelessly self-promoted. You can tell how much... <laughs> Evan just does not want to be here right now by the fact that he's already tried to end it twice so I will try to be uh, a better attitude I don't know if my questions will reflect that though okay Ruth uh, do you remember how you met George and I respectively okay George I remember I can't remember if it was like during trailhead when I met you or if it was during the summer when I met you. But all I remember is, like, hearing about Dell's grandson coming and how excited everybody was. They're like, George is great. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. And, like, I was like, he probably is because Dell's amazing. And then I was like, <laughs> I met you. And I didn't realize you were, like, the George. Like, I didn't realize oh. you were the George. It didn't click until, like, I was, somebody was like, yeah, that's Dell's grandson. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So I feel like... We were talking about something. We were probably talking about skiing, honestly. Yeah, I mean I, that makes I, sense. I feel bad because I don't George actually talks remember to this, a lot of people the, about skiing. I do. Real, at least, at least two. <laughs> at least two. Which for me is a lot. So. A lot of hey, people you know, to talk to, or like a lot. When of, you're yes. homeschooled. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was. The first time I really remember meeting you was just like kind of like hearing you were coming to camp and then seeing you and then realizing after the fact that you were indeed the George. So, yay, that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I and mean, then, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh, I was gonna say, and then Evan, when I met you, you were like a troll child, exactly. I was tiny wow. and small. Oh, no, 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 no I went... this was at this was at super high. This was at super high, okay, back when Adrian and I met in Hickory 2 all those years ago and she got up to the coffee house she was got up and sang a song with you mm-hmm. and you were like the little goblin child back then and I was just like wait that's your brother like I was so con- I was so confused I feel like I barely knew you and then the next summer when I saw you I was like who is that yeah and I don't remember what our first conversation was I remember like one of the first real interactions I had with you was on the bus on the way to fireworks and you shared a birdie song with me mm, yeah i do remember that um was quality i yeah i don't know i was for one like my summers at camp like as a camper all blur together at this point like it's been long <laughs> enough that it yeah i don't remember anything um so wow. i don't remember like when i first met you but I do, that summer at Super High, I sang that song with Adrian for Coffee House, and uh, then the next year I came back and, like, no one recognized me. And I was like, yes, because yes, you had eyebrows. I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Yep. That was, like, the first thing I noticed. I was like, wow, he has eyebrows now. Like, 
exactly. don't know if you've seen it. Okay. okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Evan didn't have eyebrows? What? Okay, so I used to be noticeably more ginger than I am now. Okay. Um, and when I would be, like, in the sun, I would sunburn really badly. That hasn't changed. <coughs> I still do. Um, but, like, my hair would get really, like, light, and my eyebrows would turn almost white. And so it looked to the naked eye as if I had no eyebrows. And it okay. was disturbing on many levels. Yeah. Because you did have naked eyes. Exactly. Band name, but whatever. Let's keep All right. going. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so Ruth, just for people that don't really know you, uh, what did you how, where did you work at camp last summer? Last summer I was a counselor. Um, Yay. For youth camps. And then... Yeah, and then I worked in the kitchen for two weeks, so I wasn't really, I don't, I don't know, I feel like I was kind of like at the background, almost, in a way, but like, when you're counseling, like, I feel like all the, all the younger staff, like, notice you, but like, they don't really, like, feel, like, worthy enough to say hi to you, and I was, like, so emotionally, like, frazzled with, like, having to herd eight children that were temporarily on loan to me that I usually didn't make very, I don't know. I made a lot of random passing connections, very frazzled, especially to the kitchen. I feel bad for the kitchen. They, they're champs, but, like, I was always emotionally distraught. Like, my kid's gonna <laughs> throw up at the table. Can we please not have any more stuffing? You know, like... <laughs> yep. Just tell me, me you're out. Tell me you're out. Like, that's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, there's always so many... Cur- so much... So much happened at mealtimes. Like, it was, like... Mealtimes in and of itself was just a huge aspect of camp I wasn't counting on. Like, so much, I don't know, you pour into kids so much when they're crying over their PB&J, you know? Wow. You I think, think we've it, all but... been there. We've all had that moment Maybe. where we're, like, crying into our PB&J, and we just, we have a, a, a coming-to-Jesus moment. It's relatable. Yeah. A hunger in our soul, but the hungers in our stomachs just, it doesn't work out, you know? <laughs> When a PB and J won't satisfy, Jesus will. I need that. someone that's, make that's that a what shirt. I, was to I say. need yeah. that on our T-shirt. Okay. Anyway, Ruth, what have you been doing since camp, um, and then what are you doing in the coming months? Okay. Yeah. So since camp, I have been a pre-nursing student. Um, this is my third semester. Actually, it's done on Monday. Woo. Um, third semester as a pre-nursing student at Blackhawk Technical College. Um, I go to the central campus. Um, it's been really good. I've been taking four classes. Um, my favorite one is definitely medical terminology. Uh, yeah, and I've been working, I worked at Skelly's, which is this really awesome, like, farmer's marketplace. It's owned by a Christian family. It's really chill. Good vibes. I worked in the bakery. I made a ton of donuts. Unreal amounts of donuts. And that sounds good. Yeah, cinnamon sugar in your lungs, though, is not a super, super great thing. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, and then I also work at this place called The Dingaling. You can laugh, it's fine. It's a supper club, and oh. I work as a hostess. Yeah. Which, no, by the okay. way, is still a completely... It's a restaurant, okay? Can we be... Re- it's, a, it's a restaurant. It, you can call it's a it a restaurant. It? It's not a... Su- I hate the term supper club so much because it's like why because it's like we're not a restaurant we're not like those other restaurants we are exclusively supper based and like 
I don't but understand. They are. <laughs> but there are so many yeah. restaurants that are like, they only serve dinner, but only in but like the Club northern Midwest. Like, do we have Supper Club has a very it? specific though like it has this aura it's like kind of crusty like it's a crusty aura and that's why it's called the Supper uh, Club it smells like stale cigarettes and everyone inside is white no, no. <laughs> oh, whoa whoa did no. you just describe all of Wisconsin like... <laughs> <laughs> no it's the, I don't know Supper Clubs are like it's like a restaurant that tried that's really what it is. A restaurant well, that's sad. But they have really good food. They have better food than most other restaurants because they get that part so right and all the other parts they, they skip out on. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. If that makes any sense. You guys you guys I mean, should come I didn't even day. know what a supper club was what until now, so I mean all this. It's like is a, a crusty plus. restaurant, George. It's a crusty <laughs> restaurant. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been doing with my life. Um, I've been visiting camp pretty regularly. I've been working <laughs> as a head cook up there on the weekends I go up. Um, yeah, otherwise my life's kind of just studying and working. Okay, cool. There you go. Sounds like oh, me, so you're not alone. <laughs> but then next semester, because I actually don't have anything going on because of how my program works, I don't. I don't have any more classes I need to take. I'm just petitioning to get into my two-year nursing program. Um, so since I didn't have any classes, I wanted to work on winter staff at Forest Springs, and I wanted to teach skiing, but Larry really, really, really needed a head cook. And so I was like, I'm going to be head cooking, like, who are Aww. we kidding? I'm going to be head cooking, like, most of my time there anyway. I might as well just be contracted to cook, you know, all the time. Um, so I will be a head cook through as much of August as I can give them, starting Sweet. January 1st. But I'm going to be heading up there for one entertainment as a counselor. Hey. So. Wow. There All right. you go. Yeah. I'm pumped. Great. It's going to be good. You should be cool. pumped. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, so transitioning into okay. a, a little bit less the real questions exactly the real the real questions. meat the real meat oh of the show of the podcast this is the portion that everyone comes they don't come for george and i they don't know they don't for the guests i'm sorry no, they Ruth. Don't. like no offense but they it's, don't come for you they okay. come for these questions <coughs> yeah okay so because they're deep try to make them moving actually we're trying to go a little more a little less serious just a little more on the lighter side of things this week, so we're gonna oh, okay. we're gonna start out first question. All right. If you were going to be murdered, how would you want the oh, job done? Please. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Why? Okay. Um. That was so lighthearted. I'm trying, I can't George. handle how lighthearted that was. Okay, exactly. murdered by somebody or like just taken out by accident. I mean, out okay. of the okay. things the that Evan could okay. say, wait, that wait, is wait, the lighthearted. Let's let's. Think about the a word lion. Murder. I would want to be murdered by a lion, Evan. <laughs> that doesn't count as murder. Whoa. You're killed by a lion. <laughs> You're murdered by another human. Okay, well, let's think this through. Why are we being murdered? Okay. Yes, revenge? okay, yes, because like I gotta, I gotta know why I'm being murdered. Yes, um, help us out here, Evan. You fired your chief advisor. You being the emperor of a uh, of a uh, country 
Um, you fired okay. your chief advisor, and her and her dashing, good-looking henchmen are uh, <laughs> trying to kill you. And no, yeah. that's not the plot of the Emperor's New Groove. Don't even ask. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, hmm. I think I would want it to be either rather odd or humorous, not not plain, like nothing nothing ordinary. I honestly haven't given much thought to how I would want to be murdered should I have been in the situation of firing somebody. Well, uh, um, now is your chance to think about it. This is the kind of moment that I like to provide here as the question writer for the One Thing podcast. Oh my goodness. I, you know, I've thought of many natural ways. Like, I would rather go, like, cliff jumping or something. They could shove me off a cliff. Mm. Yeah. It'd be like a bad falling dream, but you wouldn't wake up. Mm. Or you would wake up to something more substantial and real, depending on your worldview. That's Mm. true. That's true. Yeah, you could, like, literally fall into glory. That'd be pretty amazing. Band name. I. Fall into glory. Oh, my goodness. All these band names. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think, otherwise, if, like, it had to be humorous, and if it had to be done with a weapon, I would want the guy to be, like, wearing, like, a panda hat. Like, one of those panda heads, and be wearing a trench coat, because pandas in trench coats would also be a hilarious thing to see on a Is that a band? So... My band's going to be called Pandas. I think it should be a band name. I thought of that band name this summer, by the way. So, uh, Ruth, let's Pandas start a band. Let's go. So George or Ruth wants to be killed in The Purge. We've confirmed that. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you know, I I don't want to sound like a wimp here, but I would take something that's just kind of painless. I mean, oh, <laughs> I'm going to go. You, want, I don't, you don't want to go out with a bang. I mean, you just want he died the most ordinary you death know, ever. No, here's no, the like thing, George. Some... I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here. I'm gonna give you a good way out, right? It's gonna combine right. everything that you want and should have in your death. How how okay. do you know what I want in my death, so Evan? You, you are in a, a a box at a theater watching a play. You get shot oh, in the back no. of the head, a Lincoln style. The white. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is not that... what I wanted. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't even But it would be epic. It. it would be you'd tragic. Be watching, you'd be watching the play, and then all okay. of a sudden, nothing. <sighs> I or mean, you could, like, die watching Little Einsteins because it just literally melted your brain or some, some child show, well, you know, like Little Einsteins, yeah. like that little catchy tune that's way too catchy for a kid's show. Well, I mean, George are, are did you get okay, shot Ruth? watching Shrek the Musical. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Oh, oh, I think I would have killed myself long before that. <laughs> okay, so um, moving yeah. on what from about that you? question. No, Evan, I want to know how you would die. How would you? Because yes, you asked yes. it. How would I be murdered? Yeah. Yes. If you could choose how that would happen. I would... Well, I think anyone who's spent any amount of time around me knows that, like, I have a weird, like, fascination with serial killers. And yep, he does. I do. Yep, I do have yep, that. Do. So he talks in his sleep. It's weird. <laughs> so I would probably, <laughs> I would probably want to go out from a serial killer, someone who's like really, really messed up. That way, like my case would be reviewed by like detectives trying to nail down his mo, and like, oh, it'd be great. That's true. Like your 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 life and and death could reveal a criminal. Wow. That'd be sick. 
Exactly. It could become a Netflix yeah. documentary. Oh my god. Yes. All Evan's <laughs> ever wanted. All I've ever wanted. Evan Langford and the life that ended. <laughs> <laughs> the way he wanted. The way he wanted, yes. Can Evan you, Langford okay. and the death that he didn't ask so for. So every but once in wanted. a while, I will have, like, weird ideas. And Owen and I will do this a lot, like, come up with, like, movie plot ideas that are just ridiculous. Okay. So think about this one. Someone like me who's, like, fascinated by serial killers who, like, is just trying to get murdered... Like, that is just their yeah. entire goal throughout the whole movie. And so they keep, yep. like, trying to get murdered, but then they but can't it never manage works. it. But then, like, <laughs> yes. they will but they be accidentally in the same solve the place cases. as, like, the serial killer is. And oh then goodness. randomly, and they'll be like, dang it, like, I just missed him. It, hey, that's missed. our next short film for the summer. Dude. That'd be hilarious, but also... Possibly, no one would show like, what up. What if they just ended up solving like all these cases? Like they go out to be killed by these famous serial killers, and then they end up like helping the police somehow like identify them, and and then it becomes like very anticlimactic in that they. they okay, anyone want to go sell killed. this to Netflix? Be very sad. Because <laughs> I'm down. Exactly. See, we can just sell it to Netflix. We'll make our fortune. There we go. And then we can just do this podcast. Then we for can a buy living. the panda hats and the trench coats. And kill Ruth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. You said that's what you wanted. You're getting your wish. I don't I I never said I wanted friends to kill me though. Here, that's here dark on and the twisted. one thing podcast. We make your murder wishes come true. <laughs> make that's a wish, so make sad. a death wish. Make a death wish. Okay, moving on. Alrighty, on. that was beautiful. Um, okay, so Ruth, as you know, is getting close to Christmas time. Um, yes. And I'm just wondering, what is your... So, as all of you know, there are many kinds of Christmas desserts and or, like, items of food that are uh, traditional. What is your, like, top favorite christmas food item that you don't really have any other time during the year but you're like it's christmas i'm having this i'm so glad you brought this up george this oh, is thanks. very important to me yes um, very important i like sunbuckles they're what a norwegian are those? thing okay they're a norwegian thing um they're kind of like a really like buttery cookie but you they're pressed into these pans that it's so hard to describe. They're, like, pressed into these pans that have bumps in them. Okay. But, like, it's, like, a little dish made out of cookie dough, then. It's, like, All it right. looks like a little rigid, like, ridged bowl out of cookie dough. Okay. Does that make any sense? I feel like I'm doing a very kind poor of? job of explaining them. What are they called But if you again? saw them, it would make total sense why I said a little bowl okay. of, like, made out of cookie dough. Just bring some to entertainment or something. What are they called again? I can try. Sunbuckles. Sunbuckles. That sounds I mean, like I'm a card the... game that people would make fun of me for not knowing how to play. <laughs> Dude, you don't sounds play like Sunbuckles? You play You're hall. so not cool. <laughs> you don't know how to play Sunbuckles? Can't, can't be one of the cool kids. I'm sorry, I no, play Uno like a normal good. person. <laughs> Another okay. good one that probably more people know of is Lefsa. Yes, it's yes. It's also Norwegian, and it's also mm -hmm. fantastic. Potatoes, butter, sugar, you can't go wrong. Yep. my Our local grocery store just started selling that, because we what? live in Minnesota. So yes, it's a Minnesota. Norwegian. 
So my mom, like every year, she goes and gets like pickled herring, which is I'm okay with yes. it. Yes, it's you good. know. And then she got some left side, and it was it was great. <laughs> I tried making it once. Don't make it yourself. Ask a professional. What? It's not. Don't make left so yourself. Ask no, a professional. No, I do make left so myself you do? though, and it turns out, yeah, you. It, I wow. mean, it takes a little I bit fail, to like, like get it every time. You know what? Like we we should make lefsa together, George. Like we should sneak into the get kitchen. people in camp because I know there's other people in camp that want to make lefsa. I am so glad I did not grow up in a northern state. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. Lefsa, it's like it's like a it's like a tortilla made out of potatoes. And then That's... you smear some butter on it, and you sprinkle brown sugar on it, and it yep. is the best thing ever. I, I think, he, yeah, it's like this really thin, like, flaky, it's like a tortilla. Um, it's just something, I'm not Norwegian myself. I haven't, I've only lived in Minnesota for, like, four years, but it tastes good. It's a good, it's a, it's it's a, a tradition, thing. it's a cultural dish, so... I don't know what Illinois has, it like corn like dogs. Just the name sounds <laughs> like, like a, what is it? What is it called? Say it slowly. Lefsa. 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 It sounds like you know one of those like over-the-counter medication commercials where it'd be like, ask your doctor if you are allergic to Lefsa before attempting. Like it's one of those things, you know. It's just a commercial of like happy people. Lefsa has been known Lefsa. to induce side effects such as pregnancy, heart failure, lung malfunctions, and or death. Diarrhea and vomiting. <laughs> and a 2004 Honda Civic. <laughs> uh, okay, that was a fun little route. I did not know that, that you great. guys had like so many holiday foods that was interesting. Do you not have any? It was two. At all? Uh, Does your family celebrate Christmas, But Evan? two is a lot for a homeschooler. You know, a lot of friends. We yeah. Okay, a lot we of social do. Oh, my family oh. is weird in the way that, like... Yeah, it's weird. Exactly. Yeah. But in the way that, like, most people I've learned over the years have, like... You know, they have, like, normal meals that they'll eat, like, throughout the year, just normally. And then they'll have, like, special home-cooked meals for holidays... My family was the other way around. Like, we were very strict about, like, what our parents would let us eat. And so, like, holidays were, like, the the junk food, like, time. Because it was, like, special and we were all around. And so we would have, like, the things we couldn't eat the rest of the year on holidays. Like gluten. Uh, Like dairy, (laughs) like grain. Like dairy, yeah. Okay. Uh, like, I'm sorry, like Evan. That must have been hard. Substances. <laughs> Something other than like quinoa and, and kale broccoli. and broccoli and bitter thoughts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sounds like an herb. Um, bitter right. thoughts. <laughs> Sounds like an essential oil. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Random, random quote from my coffee shop job today. Okay. I just oh want to, like, put this out there because I thought it was so funny. I had to, like, run into the back because this lady, I shouldn't laugh at customers. So I was like, yep. I need to not be here. This lady, Good she's a, she is a, like, service. middle-aged white woman stereotype. Walking Karen. in. She is a Karen. Walking into the coffee okay. shop. She goes All up right. to the counter, and one of yep. my coworkers is standing there ready to take her order. So Karen walks up to the counter and she holds up this coupon and she's oh. like, I spilled my essential oils on it, so it smells really good. And then I <laughs> have to just oh, go. Oh, anti-vaxxer. Anti-vaxxer. I was like gone. 
I'm like, I need to be away from this situation right now because I will say something. I've been up since 6.30. Like, I cannot do this. Oh, no. Oh, man. Wow. I have a grandma friend, Karen, though. Real story. She's pretty great. She's not like she's not like other Karens. She that's why it's like it was weird to me when she first said her name was Karen. I was like, like really? I met a real Karen. But she's like a nice Karen. She's Whoa. just a grandma friend Karen. She's just a chill grandma friend Karen. Hmm. Wow. That's a that's an inspiring story. All I'm saying is I feel like sh- I feel like Cheryl's can be more I worked for a Cheryl and I feel like Cheryl's can be more like Karen-y than some Karen's can. No, but here's the thing. I know a Cheryl who's like a really solid person. So maybe what we're learning is that names don't dictate human <laughs> personality. They don't Just what? Maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. What? Just maybe. I mean George isn't the king of England. I, so you don't know that, dude. What if I'm in hiding? Come on, huh? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, you can't see me now. On. Okay. We've rabbit holed so many times. That's one thing led to another. That's exactly. the point. That's the thing. Except I am gonna get kicked out of this library if I'm not done on time. <laughs> you know. Okay. What would be more fun is for to have you kick get kicked out, but like keep recording it. Like, on your phone, just record getting kicked out, and we'll put it in at the end. Anyway. All right, let's go. Next question. Ruth and George, what is the best place near where you live to commit a murder without getting caught? Ooh. Why? The bike trail. (laughs) (laughs) We are giving people bad ideas. Yeah, why is this one all about murder, Evan? Yeah, um, Evan, why do you care? Because the topic. What? I think he's in a mood. I think he's I, in a yeah. killing mood. He's, okay he's asking us. He's, you been okay, he's Evan? like making us do the research. How you feeling? There's somebody, you, it was that Karen. It was that Karen It's your crippling depression coming back. I'm oh. just gathering information and just maybe vibing. taking suggestions. I'm, I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> taking suggestions. Okay. Um, I don't, I've never thought about this. Really? Okay, Ruth, you, I'm just like, hasn't never? crossed my mind. Okay, I know I'm weird, but like, come on, you've not even thought about okay. it even one time. Like, where to hide a body? No, like, no, where like, to... where, where's one place that's like secluded enough that like no one ever goes? I actually know a place. It's like right behind one of my favorite coffee shops to go to. It's called the coffee shop is Mocha Moment. And then, like, it's, it's situated on this hill, and then down behind the coffee shop are these train tracks. And, oh. like, they just, like, leave trains sitting there. It's kind of, like, just, like, a place for them to, like, sit and rest, you know? Mm. But anyway, it's, like, always dead quiet. And it overlooks, like, it overlooks a portion of, like, an old, like, car manufacturing, like, facility. And so it's, like, creepy vibes, and it's, like, places, like, people don't really go. But, like, at the same yeah. time, like, there's a coffee shop literally just up the hill. But it's still, like, a place where it's, like, I could definitely see people, like, finding a body here. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Good answer. Ooh. Um, I'm just trying to think. I have, okay, I have two options. Uh, so the first one, there are a bunch of, like, abandoned buildings on Main Street in Leroy. 
it's a it's a small town, so there's a lot of abandoned buildings. Um, and most of them look like they haven't been opened in years. A lot of them are like shut up. There's actually one that's right next to our church. It's this like almost this giant brick building with like windows, but they put cement behind them. And it's this rich doctor from Hawaii who stores all his like old ambulances in there. So there's like tons of these like creepy old like it's this building, but you can never like it. No one ever goes in there. I mean, that's a good answer, but I think that spot might already be taken. (laughs) Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, it would just... Who collects like, old ambulances? But, Somebody... I mean, it'd be dramatic. I mean, if... You know, if you're going for that effect... Um, that that the sounds only... like a horror movie setting. Like, you know, someone, like, stumbles into <laughs> the parking I'm a filmmaker, what can I do? it's just, like, ambulances. Full of old ambulances. Yeah. And, like, then you know? one lets out, like, a slow whine of a siren. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. it just goes black. And then that's when the horror starts. Yeah. Um, the only idea. the other thing I would think of is there, there's like a big chunk of where there's like no paved roads at all. There's just miles and miles and miles of like dirt road and like there's a point where you can get out far enough where there like really aren't any houses, like somewhere way out in a field. Mm. I don't know. Small I mean, towns are easier. Small towns are easier. Like where I grew up in Illinois like I can think of like five places like off the top oh. of my head that like would would work okay but all right here is harder because Wait, is this Keokuk like, we're talking about no I didn't even include Keokuk that like doubles the number um <laughs> I think Evan had a ter- like a sad childhood I mean if this is what he did for fun <laughs> no I was just an odd child did you ever like, play with Legos yeah I did <laughs> Did I you did ever use, like, Legos. matchbox cars, you know? Yes. I don't know. All of those things. Okay. And I read and wrote papers about serial killers. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there, I was, All right, there I it was. I was an odd child, okay? I, and I'm still... It's, yeah, we know. It's the emotional trauma. That's sure. what's made him this way. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's harder here because, like, it's so densely populated and there's, like, so much around and there's, like, almost nowhere where there's not people, usually. But I can think of one place. So we, last Sunday, uh, Adrian and Zach and I went on this river walk in downtown Grand Rapids. So it's like right on the river and there's this like sidewalk slash trail that like goes all the way down like by the river. And there are a couple like tunnels um, where bridges go over. And so there are these concrete tunnels with like a bunch of graffiti. Anyway down in those tunnels uh homeless people will like set up little living areas and like stay down there and no one goes through the tunnels with the homeless like camps in them because they're afraid of getting mugged they'll like go around the tunnels so if you set up one of those like little homeless lean-tos and then like left a body in there no one would know because they wouldn't want to walk through the tunnel but that's not committing a murder, that's just hom- hiding a body. What about the homeless people? That's both. What are... <laughs> okay, keep in mind this is all being said at a public library, Evan. I mean... <laughs> and on a podcast. On and on a podcast. My voice but... <laughs> is on record saying these things. Alright, well, if you go to jail, I mean, I'll know what happened. So. <laughs> I promise I won't murder anyone, George. <laughs> Okay, real story, though. So far, we've talked about Karens. 
lefts out and murders like yeah and there's the podcast title lefts out wait yeah lefts out karen's lefts and and murders all right nice Uh, all right um okay this is does not have to do with murder Um, oh thank you thank you george but i'm curious you talked about earlier you mentioned how like counseling was really stressful or like it was hard what was uh what was like the hardest thing i mean maybe it's mealtime but like being a counselor was something that you didn't Um, expect i think one of the hardest parts was at the end of each week there were girls who were going home that that weren't going good to good homes and Mm. like learning to trust god with their stories and with where they were at in their present lives and just like knowing that i had no power to to really like to rescue them from those situations like some of them weren't bad enough to report or something but then yeah. just like learning to like let go of those those things and trust god with them um was honestly like one of the hardest parts i didn't expect to be as hard as it was hmm. yeah that's interesting yeah but it was a really good experience. I would say dinners were, like, one of the most stressful just because, like, that's usually when most of my campers got homesick. And so there were always tears over PB&Js and stuffing and yep. mandarin oranges. And so it's like, yep. stressful times. But overall, like, I would I would counsel again. I'm actually kind of sad I can't counsel again next summer because I'll be working in the kitchen. But it was a good experience, a growing experience. Learned a lot about myself. Learned a lot about God. Um... 11 out of 10 would recommend to anybody cool. looking to grow. Yep. There you go. That's very cool. Okay, uh, next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hit me, Evan. Next one of my important questions. Hit me with your hardest <laughs> shot. Uh, we're, lo- we're running low on uh, time, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip two of these and go, go to my last question here. I decided at George's uh, behest to... Add a Christmas question because it's Christmas time. Oh yay! So let's say he's gone rogue. He's finally Me? gone too far. Santa. He's been pushed over oh. the edge. Yeah. He needs to be taken out. He's, oh. he's done this too long and okay. done too much harm. How Rudolph. would you plan to murder Santa Claus? Why is it still murder? This is <laughs> Why Disguised would you murder as a Santa Christmas Claus? Question, Evan. Merry Christmas, ho ho homicide. <laughs> yes, <serious>? yes. <laughs> How would you kill Santa Claus? I know you gotta. I don't. What did What did Santa do? What did he do to deserve death? What hasn't he done? He's a serial. He gave out too many boppets. Like Clearly, that's what and happened. Years and years. He comes in through your chimney, and he leaves <laughs> presents and steals cookies. Come on. Come on. Okay, let's... If we could get enough people to not your, believe in him. You can get out of here with your, like, reverse elf, deep <laughs> Christmas spirit questions of belief. We're talking a straight-up murder here. How do you kill the man he wants known answers, as Ruth. Saint Nick? Evan, how would you? Just how? What's your answer? Okay, there are really simple answers, like leaving out poison cookies. That's a really simple way to take out Santa Claus and also that it would be horrifying because it wouldn't take effect till he was back on his sleigh and then (laughs) 
he would die in the sleigh, and then it would take him back to the North Pole, and he would land. Evan. Send a message Evan. to all Half the, the world would miss Evan. out on presents on Christmas, and he would just roll up back home dead. Lead tinsel. Lead tinsel, guys. Oh, you could just lead okay. tinsel Santa. Okay, or like why in the Santa Claus movie when he accidentally scares him and he falls off the roof, he he killed Santa. That's true. That's I don't true, think and it's it wasn't the first time. It was not the it first time Santa was killed. No, definitely not. Uh, there are so many ways that you could kill Santa Claus, and uh, my um, personal favorite... close off the chimney and turn on the fire. <laughs> exactly. My personal favorite actually would be like setting up a Home Alone style horror house of booby traps. <laughs> that way, only Evan Santa would come down the chimney and have so to. I murder. would be asleep, asleep in my bed. Uh, yeah, of course he you would. He would know if I were awake, but then he would get gruesomely killed in my living room. Okay. <laughs> George, do you have a non-murder question? <laughs> To um, finish this off. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to, but now I've just been astounded. I mean, I think we really need to talk about Evan's psychological state at this point. Uh, that's a whole other podcast, friend. I feel like at this point, we're friends. We just have to turn him over to the higher authorities. I think that's yeah. what this is. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. I think he's beyond the help of 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 the words of friends. I think he needs mm-hmm. like serious psychological. He needs a shrink. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been informed that I have ten minutes to vacate the premises. All right. Uh, by a man uh, walking by the door and holding up both hands, all fingers <laughs> open, to let me know that I have. Did you count? 10 did you count his fingers? Did he have ten? Maybe he had eleven. Yeah, you never know. The six-fingered man. The six-fingered man. Killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> more about murder. More about murder. And we're back it's, to it's murder. Like and we're back. It always comes back to murder. No, it, it doesn't. It really doesn't. doesn't. One thing led to another. As long as it comes back to murder. Can we change the name of the oh, podcast? Oh man. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on to our next segment that is surprisingly not murder-related. Uh, Surprisingly. Surprisingly for me. Uh, the education of yeah. a homeschooler in which I try to teach George how to be a pop culture human being. Yay. So, George, your last assignment was The Born Identity, which is a movie that yep. I love, have loved for a very long time. Um, yep. And I've seen it multiple times, too. So, I mean, beautiful. for the record, I've already seen it, but... You know, like thinking about the worldview. So yeah, it's uh, um, it's a different experience to watch movies through the lens of like thinking, you know, what are the worldview implications of this? What is it trying to tell me? Um, yeah, which is something that I I love so much. But what are your initial thoughts on the movie, having watched it in that way? Obviously, it's a classic. I mean, it is. One of the defining movies was it? Was it? Early, was it late nineties? Was that when it came uh, out? I think it was. It was late nineties or early two thousands. Um, okay. Keep talking I mean, it's, and I'll look it up. Yeah, it's obviously you know like it's a movie a lot of people know. You know that song at the end, classic. Exactly. Um, I think like I enjoy it just because like, it's kind of 
it's kind of meta, you know, you've got like this whole like he can't even remember his past, you know, and he's trying to escape from these people and um I remember the first time I watched it just being like, "Oh, it's so fun," you know. Um and then and then there's like there's like 10 movies, right? I think they're making more. There okay, so there are 3 movies that I will recognize. Okay. And then there's yep. one other well, no, two other ones that I refuse to acknowledge. Why is that? Uh, because they were both terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it was it was made, released in 2002. Okay. Yeah, it was a great movie. Loved it. Great movie. Okay, so what are some of the worldview statements uh, that you gathered from the movie? I think, like... And I see this a lot. Um, I mean, it's it's in Jason Bourne, but also in like newer Tom Clancy movies. You know, like uh, Jack Ryan or uh, Jack Reacher. Um, that so like there's there's the 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 authority already. There's the government. You know, there's the police. There's the military. Um, and then in these movies, there's one guy. You know, and he breaks the law because it's right. Like you know, like you're you're like. I'm going to like deviate because it's like I'm doing the right thing or whatever, you know, or like I'm the only man that can do the right thing. You know, I've seen that and it's, it's something that I've noticed. It's like, you know, where the, the authority isn't based anymore on what's like been proven to be right, but it's like, what's right right now, you know, like, so that was just something I picked up on and I've seen it in other places too. So I'm kind of just like thinking about it, but. Yeah, I like that, what you said, but I would agree with you. Like, the big statement in the movie is, like, uh, what are you willing to do to make sure the truth is known? Like, because yeah. that's, that's his kind of quest is, like, who he is, like, where he came from. So the truth uh, about himself, but also the truth about Treadstone and, and the whole organization and this big conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And then you have them coming after him to try and make sure that he doesn't expose the truth. Um, yeah. So that's a huge focal point of the movie. Um, now, I, I had uh, another question, but I only have five minutes before they're going to kick me out of here. Uh, okay. So I wanted to give you a new assignment. Uh, okay. This movie is one of my new favorite movies, and it's so honest and human. Um, this movie is called A Marriage Story. Uh, okay. It's a Netflix original film uh, that came out, uh, f- mm, I think it was last Friday. Uh, it's very, very new, and I love it so much. So I'm going to have you watch that right. movie, and then we'll talk about it the next time that we're on. Okay, cool. Well, I know we're running late on time, so Ruth, thanks so much for talking with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. Yeah, it was great. Uh, fun to hear where you would put a body. So, <laughs> See, these are the kind of questions I want to ask every guest, but I can't. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> okay, well, regardless, great talking to you. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too, both of you. Yeah, okay. It's been good. Yeah, great. Bye. 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 And that's going to do it for One Thing Led to Another. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have comments or something you want to tell us, hit us up on Instagram or at our new email, theonethingpodcast at gmail.com. I'm George Croker. Thanks again. We will see you next time. Bye.